0: Tucci gang, Tucci gang, Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang Some of you don't know the name, but that's that guy from the Hunger Games Transformers the Last Knight, Beauty and the Beast and Spotlight Writer and Director of Big Night, Tucci, Gang, Tucci Gang
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Standing Stanley Tucci, I'm Hannah
0: And I'm David, uh, today we're looking at a lesser known Tucci starring role in uh, a film called *Sex and the Other Man* (1995). And uh, today we're talking about uh, Tucci did a softcore. Who it knew? Is,
1: it is basically a softcore porn. Um,
0: I mean, oof. it's based on a play, which makes yes. it art, and therefore it's... not uh, pornography. You know, um, I mean, it's you know, you so... tried defining pornography, right? It's and I know it when I see it. Scenario, but I think as far as something can come close to some kind of f- fetish artwork, um, this is the this is the Tucci cuck saga.
1: <laughs> I guess yes, it's it's very strange. The whole I mean that's
0: I mean the cuck, the cuckoldry is sort of implied by the the title, sex and the other man, but the explicit. Like, cuckold pornography, I think, is sort of escaped by it. Because there are many scenes in this film of Stanley Tucci tied up and forced to watch a man have sex with a woman that he's explicitly said to be attracted to. uh, Yeah. Which is just the dictionary definition of the cuckold fetish.
1: Right. But also, they try to twist it. Like, he, he's trying to romantically cuck the guy later in the film, too. So, we get it from all directions.
0: <laughs> uh, we get it from all directions. That's the review. <laughs> um, so, who else is in this, uh, this film? Who else no one.
1: <laughs> it's no one. There's no one in this film. Well,
0: I mean, Carrie, uh, Wurrer, um... Carrie W. She she still acts sometimes. Does she? Was she was in things. She was in. And uh, what? She was in uh, Anaconda. <laughs> she she had a recurring on uh, General Hospital. She's like a you know a you a soap a, actress, a soap a soap person. Uh,
1: I mean, good for her.
0: Right. Good. For I her. mean, when she got her start, I think like people would have known her from like Beverly Hills 90210. It's like another one of like these the girls on Okay. on Beverly Hills 90210. And then later she did like the the Bee Horror circuit and now she yeah. basically does voices for superhero cartoons. You know, stuff like that. She played the uh, Maria Hill on uh, The Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon from like 10 <laughs> years ago.
1: There you go.
0: Uh, And then who else? Who's the the lead?
1: Ron Eldard. Eldard?
0: yeah. We all know Ron Eldard, don't we? From Super Uh, 8.
1: Is he in Super 8?
0: He plays a character named Louis Daynard, who I have seen Super 8, but I don't remember any of the names of the characters, so that could be a very important character. But I'd say most (laughs) people who watch this show would probably know him uh, from Justified as Colt. Colt Rhodes, you know, uh, he's a recurring How? character. He's in twelve episodes of Justified. My brother loves Justified. He
1: he apparently had a recurring role on ER as well.
0: Yeah, but to uh, as a paramedic. I mean, that doesn't even count. <laughs> um, but yeah, so these are our you know like our working actors. You know, they wanted to be in, I guess, some kind of. Play that's turned into a film, you know, something. It's just,
1: it's so obvious that this is a play. There's like...
0: (laughs) There's three characters and they all are just in rooms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to just scenes in rooms. (laughs) Nobody leaves the rooms. But how does it, it opens with like, what seems like, I thought they were going to be like rehearsing dialogue for a play, but they were, I guess, role-playing to try and uh try and get it up
1: yeah well it's weird he seems to have this like they have this recurring script where like he initiates sex by telling his girlfriend you're looking uh,
0: particularly voluptuous tonight and yeah uh, and i don't lie about stuff like that or something along those lines Yeah. Uh, So that's his like his go-to line, which is part of the idea that this is like it's trying to be artsy by having repetition in there. You know, that's like the oldest writer trick in the book. Is if you say something twice, people are going to be like, "Ah, I can tell that I'm supposed to pay attention to that because you said it twice." This is a thing. (laughs) It
1: means nothing. Um.
0: But, uh, but but at the beginning they're re- doing like a more elaborate sort of sexual production, you know. Yeah. He's pretending to be like you know the mailroom boy, and she's like an executive or something, and mm-hmm. they're pretending to hide in a closet and have secret sex, but then they don't. <laughs> and that's right. the joke is they do role play, and then he like says, oh, and then somebody came in, and then and then we we quit. <laughs> Because he he has uh, erectile dysfunction, which it happens to plenty of guys. But, yeah,
1: uh, but not the tooch.
0: But not the tooch. <laughs> 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 um, so that's our cast, that's our three people. We have, you know, just weird erectile dysfunction guy, the girl, who is defined by just being the person who people want and having no will of her own outside of that. And yeah. uh and the Tooch who is her boss who is attracted to her and who's married ostensibly yeah. at the beginning We've got of the film. Arthur
1: her. Arthur, Jessica, and Bill. Those are yeah. those are characters. Arthur
0: is the Tooch.
1: Tooch is, is Arthur. Uh, um. and, you know, he's he's like the classic kind of like older married man who's, uh, you know, a little lecherously in love with the young ingenue office worker.
0: Right. I mean, and... the the whole thing is, at the beginning, it's supposed to be, like, he's so stereotypical, because he, you know, Bill makes all kinds of assumptions about him, like, that he's, like, really wealthy when he's actually not, that he, you know, uh, that he's married, and it turns out he's not, you know, like...
1: Well, I mean, he is and he isn't.
0: No, they're separated. Uh, he's okay. just claiming that he's together with his wife. So, you know, when he first does it, he's actually doing nothing wrong, you know? <laughs> That's the the punchline, is that you don't find it out until m- much later. But at first, it seems like he's being, like, righteously punished by being tied up by the man coming home to find him in bed with his uh, with his girlfriend. But at the beginning, he doesn't really know that she has a... A boyfriend and he's even saying like we shouldn't do this i'm married even though he's not mm-hmm. uh it's a weird sort of setup that almost feels like this play was written and then not really rewritten rewritten very well <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> needed a second uh, pass maybe yeah
0: i mean it was it was a play but like i can find nothing about this play anywhere it was yeah. a play called the captive or just captive i don't know yeah uh it, it you know and it was written by a guy with the name of a different playwright, but I'm pretty sure it's not the same guy. like you can't Google him. it's impossible, and That's... it may have even been a fake name for the the writer director of this thing, Carl Sloven, who has done nothing else at all. He did a movie with Jason Alexander that was like a mockumentary about a skating competition, <laughs> a nice skating oh. competition.
1: Okay, fascinating. Just trying
0: really hard to be, um, you know, Chris Guest, but, like, having Not absolutely succeeding. no recognition for it. And then doing this, and that's it.
1: <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just get in, make your uh, your golden right. pony and get out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to take pictures of uh, of two people having sex.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Maybe he went on to have a very successful career in softcore.
0: Yeah, maybe. I guess they don't put that stuff on IMDb as much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I I don't know how the Tooch got involved in this project. I can only speculate. Uh, I assume he had some time to kill between two roles, and he's in New York. And, you know, films are made in New York, but films. not as many as in L.A. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you're in New York, you're shooting something, and someone says, come in, it'll be like a two-day shoot. I mean, like, how could this be a longer than a two-day shoot?
1: It had to be two, maybe three max, you know? Like...
0: (laughs) It had to be one of the shortest shoots of his career. Like, (laughs) literally not even a joke. Like, other than his voice work, this is the shortest. (laughs) Oh my Um, god! But yeah... (laughs) Sex and the other man.
1: <laughs> do I mean, do we want to... I guess we should do a quick synopsis. They can't get it up. So then he goes into the office and sees her talking with the tooch. And he's like, I know. I'm going to set them up and catch them in the act so that I can blackmail right. her boss for right. boat money. Because
0: right. his whole thing is he wants a boat. He wants the freedom of having a boat because his yeah. dad wanted to be a sailor, but he wasn't. And uh, I think he His says brother's a, a merchant marine. Sure. So he has this fantasy of freedom, of escaping his mundane life, which he imagines through this, you know, this sexual conquest of his own girlfriend, uh, <laughs> who he's rescuing from the clutches of this, you know, this bad guy. Um, and he, the, the nonsensical part of it is, he takes the pictures to blackmail him, and then locks the door and ties him up. Yeah. Which the blackmail aspect of it is like almost never touched on again. Like. Yeah. It, like first of all, it wouldn't have worked. We learn that later. So I guess like in the like in the machinations of this thing, there has to be some reason why he's gonna give them. A check. They 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 blackmail him for a check for seventy five thousand dollars, something like that.
1: Which is a lot, but it's like, enough to buy a boat,
0: I guess. A small boat. A small small boat.
1: Expensive.
0: Um, but that's like that's like Tucci's life savings because he's going through this divorce and he doesn't have any uh, any savings. Um, and it's like the check. He's got to cash the check. So he's gotta keep him kidnapped for the next three days because the banks don't open till Monday. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't follow the logic of his plot, but it's just an excuse to do this thing where they have the Tooch tied up and they're having sex in front of him, and it's you know, shown in full frontal softcore or whatever. Yeah. Um and uh and and the the joke, I guess, the the humor aspect is that they also infantilize Tucci and treat him as their baby when the the girlfriend wants to get pregnant. That's her mm-hmm. motivation, is she just wants to have this insane kidnapper's child. Yeah. Um and he can't get it up. But he can get it up if Tucci's watching. Yeah. And then when they're not having sex, they're, like, feeding him, and he's, like, whining and crying and, like, refusing to eat. And it's supposed to be, like, having a fussy baby in the house. Like, this is, like, their practice baby. Right. You know, there's another um, scene where and... they get him drunk, and they put him in the back of a car. hmm And he's pretending, like, Mommy, Daddy, are we there yet? When are we going <laughs> to get there? You know, like, he's Family doing...
1: car trip, family car trip. Yeah, he's doing... I think a... that's... That's my favorite uh, moment of Tucci in this film. Though. Easily,
0: yeah, it's having... so
1: good. He's just having so much fun, being absolutely just like as wild as possible, <laughs> tied yeah. up in the back of a car.
0: But in uh, you know, I think in the in the playwright or the screenwriter's uh, you know attempts to be clever, like you said before, that the point is that that Tucci. He has, you know, the Stockholm syndrome. He starts to fall in love with his, you know, female captor. And
1: Well, he was already infatuated with her before. Right. But
0: starts to become like very like bought into her whole like she needs to get a kid and she's in love with this guy. Like she he's super invested in their story. Um mm-hmm. so I guess he's sort of also in the place of the viewer of the play, like, or the viewer of pornographic material or whatever where he just gets like invested and he thinks he's the guy who's having the sex when he's not um Mm -hmm. and uh you know at certain points he tries to tell like come on let me go we'll run away together and she's like no I I want to have I want to be with this crazy guy and he keeps saying but you're normal you're like me and like the joke is like he's not normal either he's crazy too
1: (laughs) Also, like, everyone in this play has got issues.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that's why they think, you know, that's why the playwright thinks he's so clever. It's because everybody's got issues, you know? Even though you would hate to be kidnapped, wouldn't you also be a little turned on to be kidnapped by two sexy softcore actors? Um, Right. And it's like, I I guess it would be arousing (laughs) to watch two people (laughs) have sex. But... And to be tied up, some people are into that, but I feel like your priority would still be escaping. <laughs> and right, like there's your this, money and you know Yeah,
1: there's there's a scene later where um, you know, they they fire a gun but it's got blanks in it. So they you know, they put Tucci in the car, they take him to like a motel in Jersey
0: Right, he passes and out when he, when the blanks get fired, so you're supposed to think like he's dead. He's dead. And I think that probably would work better in the play,
1: Yeah, because
0: you don't expect a squib to go off in a play, right? Mm-hmm. But in a movie, if there's no blood, you're like, oh, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, in a stage play, if, if, a, if a blank goes off and you hear it, you're like, oh, that guy is dead.
1: right. That's all the the information your brain needs to make that conclusion.
0: Right. But in this one, we're just like, what? He's, like, passed out from, like, a blank going off? And he's unconscious for, like, the next, like, four minutes? Like, as they drag him out of the building? Like, this seems rather implausible.
1: (laughs) Uh, But anyway, they get into the motel in Jersey. Hijinks ensue. They do more sex. uh, But... (laughs) Uh, where, where does um, Bill go? He goes to like I don't know, goes to a gas station or something. And while he's there, Arthur and uh, Jess start talking, and he's like, "We have this moment, we're connected." Uh, and she's like, she tries to set him free. Basically, she takes off his handcuffs and goes, "Get out of here, boy! Go! Right. No because, one wants you." He's
0: ti- she's tired of him hitting on her. Because he's this close to changing her mind. Uh, But he won't go, you know? And so it's like, what's keeping him there? Why do people in abusive relationships stay? Why do... You know. It's about something, isn't it? It's all very deep. um, Except (laughs) it's it's really just... It's just an excuse to film naked people. It is. It's very much that kind of New York film where you're just like, well, if you wanted to see a sex scene between these two actors, you got what you paid for. <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, so, you know, he tries, doesn't run away. He's still there with her. Right. And then we get, we get, like, for the next, what, ten minutes or so of the movie, it's, like, Tucci being, like, smug, like, huh, yeah, you think you have this girl, but she tried to set me free. Right, and she... I think they play
0: chess <laughs> at one point, and he comments yeah. on Bill's lack of, chess knowledge (laughs) and then he starts getting angry it's like who's really the cap who's really the captive here you know yeah he can't let him go or else he's going to go to the police uh and he's not going to get his check-in time so it's almost like bill's the captive and arthur is the captor -er. um it's stupid (laughs)
1: it's very dumb so
0: finally You know, because we've read Chekhov, we know the gun, even though it already fired a blank, it has to go off for real. Uh, Because we're doing a play. (laughs) This is what plays are, right? Like, somebody writing their very first play is like, I wrote a gun into it, I have to shoot somebody with it! Shit! So they like, so Tucci like gets the gun and he's like, "No, no, we're going together, you and me, and we're gonna leave him here. No, it's just gonna be the two of us. I don't want to go. I don't want to go." And then he ch- shoots Bill in like the shoulder or something, like. Or
1: something, but here's why this part's now very confusing because of earlier, uh-huh. a s- like a squib doesn't go o- go off here. No, no, it does. So, you can see blood. Oh, did it?
0: It's not like a big I explosion saw... of blood, but it's just like. They show him afterwards, I, he's bleeding, and you can I see saw
1: it. just, like, zero blood. I must have missed that.
0: Yeah, I don't... I think you see when he fires the gun, it's from his perspective, and then it cuts to him already with the wound. You know, very cheap sort of, uh, you know, production. I mean, it's a... Right. It's, it wasn't a huge production, but I did look at the, you know, at the IMDb. There were a lot of production assistants. I feel like they were all unpaid. <laughs> Probably. Probably.
1: <laughs> this this had no budget.
0: Maybe it did though. Um, and that uh, I think brings me to my my whom homespe- we also uh,
1: okay. for
0: this one, it's very limited. In addition to our three leads, there are only two other or th- three other actors technically, none of whom have any other you know credits besides this. Uh, so no. I had to dig through the production. To find uh, somebody, somebody who I could stand, whom st- I would also stand. Uh, that yeah. so I went with um, John C. McGinley, who's a producer on this picture. Somehow, uh, you may know John C. McGinley as Dr. Cox from Scrubs.
1: What? Uh,
0: that's real. Uh, that's that's factual. Um, I'm you know, sorry. I, what? My brother would know him as. Uh, as the character Tom Card on Burn Notice. Uh, you know, I... Or, or those who are still watching sitcoms will know him as Frank O'Sullivan in the later season of uh, *Of Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. He did a show called Stand Against Evil. He did a show called... Uh... <laughs> he, he did plenty of stuff. He did films. Oh, he for did the whatever. kids,
1: he's in Dragon's Rescue Rider, Secrets of the Songwing.
0: <laughs> Yeah, and he did some voice work for Word Girl as well, whatever. But the point is, he apparently was also a producer. Uh, He only has a few credits on there. He produced um, some episodes of his uh, show, Stand Against Evil. uh, And then he did a movie called Colin Fitz Lives. And then this is, like, the (laughs) the only other movie that he did, which is Sex and the Other Man. I don't know how he got involved, he knows some other producer, or his agent said, you should start a, you know, a producing, a production house, I don't know, uh, just, you know, make some extra money in New York. (laughs) But it's, this is like, the only one that he's like, not in, I don't know how he's involved with it, but John C. McGinley, that's my home story
1: Maybe, maybe he owed the director a favor, they were, they were film school buddies or something.
0: Who knows. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if Tucci and McGinley, uh, ever work together again. Um, We'll have
1: to keep our eyes out. We'll keep
0: our eyes out, but (laughs) somehow they got involved together on this. (laughs) So that's it. Uh, anything else to say about this film?
1: Um, don't bother watching it. Just, like, read (laughs) it. I
0: mean, you don't even get that much, like, shirtless Tucci. Like, compared to, you know... You know, just watch the um It Could Happen to You, you'll see way more naked Tooch. Yeah. Uh, I mean Toochie does really his is best. a much bondage play. That's oh the God. only way I could recommend it. Is you see him tied up and he's gagged and he's like whining and screaming. And I mean it's a g I guess a different kind of role for him, although he's played the adulterous skeevy ex or you know, boyfriend before. Mm-hmm. So it's not that different or out there for him.
1: No, it's not particularly different out there. I think he gets to have fun with it in some scenes. Yeah. Um, I, Basically when my he's guess, a when he's playing Right, my, a guess, my guess is that he did not get, like, a ton of direction. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I would really i'm sure he had long conversations with the writer and the director and was like so what's my character's motivation in this scene you know i'm just trying to wrap my head around it you know like just oh no i think he delving he into in. the character of arthur like why is he doing why does he lie here you know like and then them just you know probably explaining it in sort of an ad hoc kind of way uh, just right. making it up as they go <laughs> And uh, this, you know, whether it was well thought out or not, the result feels completely slapshot and bad yeah. and yeah. pornographic.
1: Yep. Tucci does his best. I think, you know, we get some some nice classic Tucci one hand on the hip uh, <laughs> exasperation moments.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, don't, I didn't notice too many other tucci but... All right, so is this the worst one so stretch. far,
0: or is it still Jury Duty?
1: Oh. I don't know if it's the worst one. <laughs> would I... Yeah, I would watch this over Jury Duty. I yeah.
0: wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think I'm I'm listing this one as my least favorite Tooch so far. Just because it's so boring, you know. Anyway. Um... Should we move on to a little bit of Tucci news? I know this is a quick yeah. one compared to some of our longer Tucci's.
1: That's it's okay. It's a quick movie. It's a quick movie. A not
0: a lot of plots. Just <laughs> a lot, lot of sex say.
1: and kidnapping.
0: All right. Well, um, just a, you know, quick news this this week. Um, you know, another casting announcement. Uh, according to Deadline, Stanley Tucci is going to play Clive Davis. In uh, the upcoming Whitney Houston biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody.
1: So there you go. (laughs) Uh,
0: I don't know really anything about the Whitney Houston story uh, or anything about Clive Davis as a person, what the role will be, Uh, but according to Deadline Again, Naomi Ackie will play Houston in the musical biopic, which is based on Houston's epic life and music. Cassie Lemons is directing with Anthony McCartin penning the script. Davis was the lawyer turned music producer and executive who had an extraordinary eye for spotting talent. So he's, mm-hmm. you know, the producer kind of role, you know. It's 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 typical. He's going to be down yeah. on his luck. He's going to be like no. the last 3 artists that you got, you know, didn't work <laughs> or what or, you know, you're a, you're a lawyer. What are you doing producing? And then, you know, right. he's going to be like I found my talent.
1: Though uh, apparently in a 2013 interview, Clive Davis came out as bisexual, so Tucci will be playing another queer character. Continuing to play
0: queer characters as a straight (laughs) actor, which we said we're okay with. (laughs) We're on record. (laughs) For some reason, later we're 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 welcoming it.
1: (laughs) Cancel us, please. We're begging you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw somewhere else that um, Tucci was gonna. Do something with David Tennant. Can we, should we look this one up too? Another sure. announcement.
1: Let's do it.
0: All right. Yeah. Here we go. Netflix boards BBC Stephen Moffat series Inside Man. Stanley Tucci, David Tennant, Dolly Wells, Lydia West join cast. Uh, so not to be confused, I guess, with the Spike Lee joint Inside Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is you know just a, a BBC show. That's gonna be on Netflix. Uh, I guess yeah. it's you know part of Stephen Moffat's deal with Netflix that started with Dracula or whatever. I I'm on record as liking Steve Moffat for some reason. So so that's and you know Steve Moffat's record with David Tennant is unimpeachable. Uh, <laughs> so, so I can only be excited about uh, about Inside Man. Yeah,
1: I'm excited. I I just. Can't wait to see Tucci and Tenet interact. I feel like that's going to be. I don't think they will be...
0: actually. I think it's <gasps> it's one of these, the narratives kind of interlock, but not really. Mm. Um, I'm 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 basing this on the idea. Let's see. No, it said something about what his character was, and I was like, how is this going to be? Okay, Tucci has been set in the title role of Inside Man, so he's the inside man.
1: Tucci's um, the inside man. Incredible, a starring role.
0: I swear they said, like, he's in America and Tenant is in the UK. Like, so I don't know how that's going to work. Okay, the series is said to follow three key characters, an American death row prisoner, a vicar in a sleepy English town, and a teacher trapped in a basement, as their lives intertwine unexpectedly. So I'm thinking it's going to be one of those deals where you kind of film them separately, but their stories interact through, like, other characters and through plots mm. that... You know, like, they'll talk on the phone, and that'll be, like, the first time you see them interact.
1: But I feel like they'll probably
0: meet in person at scene. some
1: point. Yeah. <laughs> I, if Inside Man does not give me a a scene, at least one scene together with Tucci and, and Tenet, Right. I'm I'm quitting. This podcast right. is over.
0: Right. And the question's always whether Tenant's going to be English or... Uh, or Scottish, you know.
1: <laughs> Whatever he feels like. In you the never moment.
0: know with him. I mean, sometimes he's American, but
1: uh... <laughs> more rarely, though, I would say. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> that that's something to look forward to. As of right now, you know, this is not great. But I swear, soon we're getting to some really good toots, some really solid.
1: Yeah. Tooch. Yeah. Do we do we have an idea where we're going next?
0: Um, no. <laughs> keep, you, keep, you, keep you hanging. Alright. Alright. Bye bye. Transformers The Last Night. Beauty and the Beast and Spotlight. Writer and director of Big Night. Tutu. 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 Tutu.